0: Welcome to another
1: episode of No One Cares About. Episode two, your week one fantasy win. Uh, I am your commissioner, Johnny, joined as always by...
0: Your favorite co-host, Crispy. Yes,
1: yeah, so I, I did my best to postpone and like try to not have an episode two because I was embarrassed about that week one loss on my end, <laughs> but the people have spoken and they want episode two. So after my one day of protest, I guess we're, we're back at it.
0: I know, surprised, pleasantly surprised. Um, how disappointed everybody was <laughs> last <laughs> yesterday and this morning, uh, when there wasn't a new episode. Uh, purely, purely Johnny's fault. Um, but we'll, we'll, we'll give you a pass since it was your birthday and, and you lost. So obviously, not how you want to start your birthday week, but. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and that reminds me i'm pretty sure we played against each other last year also on my birthday because i remember asking for a birthday win and i don't remember if i got it or not um mm. so next year i might have to reset the the matchups to make sure they're different every year
0: i mean i wouldn't want your matchup this week either so i don't think <laughs> but we'll get we'll get to that later but i'm sure we'll
1: get to that i'm not yes. sure if that
0: would have been a, a win for you either but sure i'm sorry i didn't give you a birthday win um this year or last year or probably any year (laughs)
1: uh yeah so more so again let's let's put on the, the show notes that uh before the season starts next year to refresh the uh the matchups just in case um but yeah speaking of week one let's go ahead and dive into some week one results starting off with our significant injuries so um I'll, I'll let you take this first one that we have here, because I know this one is particularly close to home.
0: Man, oh, man. Sunday night. I was so looking forward to having a, a good Sunday. Good Sunday evening to wrap up the whole being back in football and enjoying life. But, of course, that never happens when you're a Cowboys fan. Yeah, I honestly, literally was watching the game with Jimmy and saw – it hit and I was like there's something wrong there's something wrong with that hit I can tell and they like the camera kind of like showed his thumb really briefly and he was like kind of like twerk like kind of like playing with it a little bit I knew it I just I could just tell it was just one of those moments and I think Cowboys fans are like really good at spotting like those disappointing <laughs> moments, and this was one of them um so yeah so Jay obviously that did not work out for you I mean just the Cowboys in general did not work out for anybody.
1: Yeah, so it hurt you, hurt Castro, hurt Lynn, and then Jay's fantasy team specifically with the uh, five whopping points from Dak. But, I mean, that was fourth quarter, right? So not like, you know, if he had his thumb still, he would have made too much of a difference at that point.
0: Yeah, it was just a bad game. It was a horror. Like, considering that we played the Bucks week one last year, too, as opening, um, comp- just a completely different team. Obviously, completely different teams on both ends. I mean, it was it was like watching uh, the Super Bowl again, the Patriots-Ram Super Bowl, that was just, just cringe and not enjoyable. <laughs> if, was, if you don't like Sunday defensive night.
1: games, sure.
0: It, there was, but I mean, it was just messy. It was just messy. I was not a fan. So yeah, so obviously Dak is out. Uh, timing of that is questionable. Um, lots of different... Reports saying that he's gonna be back by week four, which sounds stupid, um. But I think probably it's gonna be like six or eight weeks is the most realistic. And um, if you're playing any Cowboys players on your fantasy teams, it's probably not a good idea. Um, no offense to Cooper Rush, but he's no <laughs> Dak, and even Dak doesn't seem like Dak this this year. So, um, but there was some really fun injuries at least in our matchup
1: fun injuries. That's one way to put it. So uh, I think I'm officially the most injured team after week one. Is that right? I think so.
0: Mm, Roxanne has a couple, but I don't think they affected her as much as they affected you.
1: Well, so yeah, I had Chris Godwin hamstring injury. Right. And then the one that happened early on and said it was Elijah Mitchell. It was one of my keepers that I was kind of like barely looking forward to because I only had two keepers that I kept from last season. So I gave Elijah Mitchell a shot and now he's out um, for seems like a while. I don't know. I haven't really kept up. I was just too depressed. Just put him in IR slot. We'll move on. And then a couple yesterday, I think uh, Rodrigo Blankenship got waived. I mean, it's not an injury, but um, <laughs> down another player, a kicker got waived. Like, come on. He didn't, he, that's not even an injury. And he's out. And so I was like, what the heck?
0: Back to your injuries. When I saw Elijah Mitchell's out, I was like, yes, <laughs> I'm going to win.
1: <laughs> it, and that was like it, it the beginning of the for end you. for me. <laughs> like uh, a grand total of three points from Aaron Rodgers. Uh, Elijah Mitchell outscored Aaron Rodgers with four points. Uh, Chris Godwin, six and a half points. And Rodrigo Blankenship still got me eight points. Rest in peace, Rodrigo Blankenship. But not enough to pull out that win. Got beat by 40 I- points.
0: I mean, it wasn't like he was terrible. Again, like, not an injury. Like, the f- just missed – I don't know. I don't know what's going on with kickers this season. Maybe or maybe they, like, freaked out and were like, oh, no, no. <laughs> we're not going to keep this juju on our, on our team. Um, Roxanne's team has a couple of injuries. Keenan Allen with the hamstring. Obviously, he didn't play tonight. Um, Najee Harris with his foot, I think, is – he keeps saying he's fine. But so I don't know. He, I think, I think he's saying he's fine, and like the team's like, no, you're not. Um, Yeah. And then DeAndre Swift, I think, was dealing with an ankle injury, but I'm not sure how serious that was. But I think they signed, uh, Justin Jackson or something, from their practice squad to the team, and then so I think that's never a good sign when that happens, huh? No. (laughs) Um, I guess Alvin uh, Kamara is also dealing with like a rib. Issue on Fred's team, um, but I'm not really sure how serious that one is either. We're not here to help you. We're just giving you little tidbits,
1: little updates. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I never feel <laughs> bad for Fred's team because he's always stacked with all these bodies, and so Alvin Kamara with a rib injury. I think Fred will be fine.
0: I mean, he wasn't fine week one, but it was not fine we'll week see. one. You're right. <laughs> we'll see how he does week two. Um. <laughs> highlights of week one i even though with the kicker situation at the Steelers Bengals game was like a weirdly exciting game that i remember sitting there towards the end of it and i was like what am i watching why am i really into this this is these are two teams i don't care about um but that was that was an exciting game
1: <laughs> not, not, not to be uh too homery but i did I'm choosing denver seattle to be my favorite game of the week um, this was the only other game I saw in its entirety. And I watched this on the plane coming back from New York and I got to watch the entire game on the plane cause I was in Blue. and, um, yeah, I was really, like, I was really afraid that I was going to get kicked out or like, you know, force land the plane, like screaming and yelling and stuff. Uh, but it was, <laughs> it ended up being an exciting game, obviously not the outcome that I wanted. Um, but not to get too deep AFC West or anything like that, but, um, I was happy to see Denver move the ball. Uh, it's been five years where that has not necessarily been the case. Um, <laughs> so that, that was nice to see. And then ultimately, we had two fumbles on the goal line, like that's statistically so difficult, right? And so I'm sure in like the football multiverse, there's a there's another world where we went in more more times than not, we would have won that game. Because I think they said the only time that the, the same team has fumbled twice in the end zone was in '87, so literally like 35 years ago. So I think we'll be okay. And um credit to the the, the 12 over there in Seattle, they were like the 12 and the 13 and the 14 because they were crazy loud. Obviously, extra more so because Russ was back and all that stuff. But um, those fans ultimately... are
0: harsh. They were like booing Russell Wilson, and I was like. This is still like a quarterback that was with you guys for years. How can you like disrespect like like that? Like, I don't, I mean, I don't, I didn't pay much attention to the, C- the Seahawks or the Broncos or Wilson in general. So I don't really know what like his trade situation was like if he asked for the trade, but I thought that was harsh.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm glad you brought that up. I didn't really want to talk about that, but I think, you know, it's okay to have a little extra juice coming into this game or something like that, but booing is harsh. Like, he was in for 10 years. He won the most Super Bowl. Uh, he's the best quarterback in their franchise history. Like, booing was a little bit too much, but yeah, but it, uh, all in all, exciting game. You know, lost by one point and it came down to the very end. Questionable timeouts at the end, but um, we have a brand new head coach. I think he'll figure it out as it goes along. And so... I'm still still hopeful for the rest of the season. So next, uh, we've kind of been teasing this with you guys. Uh, an exciting thing that we have going on for the rest of the episodes, starting with this one, is we're going to have Get to Know You segments. Uh, so we're going to invite you guys over and uh, come one at a time and so have everyone get to know you guys a little bit better, especially those of you, like, I know everyone, right? But you guys are all in, like, different pockets of my life. And so starting to fill that void is going to be exciting. And so... But for the first episode, we're going to keep it easy, and you guys are going to get to know me.
0: All right. Well, this is our get-to-know-you, border week one, week two. The Kamish, otherwise known as Johnny. Tell us your full name.
1: (laughs) Speaking (laughs) to the record, uh, Johnny Crespo.
0: That is not your full name.
1: (laughs) It's full enough for now.
0: (laughs) And your team name is?
1: Um, I... I hadn't realized that i left it uh for looking for a win but uh, apparently starting off the season with that still being the appropriate name
0: i was gonna um, say i think it's a keeper
1: especially with the week two matchup but we'll get to that in a bit right but yeah looking for a win and until i have a winning record i will i will switch it
0: (laughs) that's what i'm saying i'm wondering if you're like setting yourself up for failure there because you came into this i i think last season you changed it to looking for a win when you were like started to lose then you came into the season now looking for a win and well you lost week one and already week two is looking bleak for you so maybe maybe bringing in a little bit of bad juju there especially coming off of your five loss streak at the end of last season so it is fitting but (laughs) (laughs) maybe you could have done something better for yourself there
1: we'll see we'll see how it goes
0: well obviously we can tell from your your uh, favorite game from week one. But tell us, what's your favorite NFL team and why?
1: Oh, yeah. So, yeah, the Broncos are my favorite team. Um, I've been a long-term Broncos fan. I get offended if anyone claims me to be like a bandwagon fan or anything like that. Um, I don't think too many people know the story, actually. My uncle and aunt lived in Colorado in Denver, and my uncle worked for a John Elway dealership. And so this was back in the day when John Elway was still playing. And so um, uh, at that point in time, I was starting to get into football and stuff. And then, uh, you know, I I learned that. And then I saw pictures from my uncle going to like um, Christmas parties and John Elway would be at the Christmas parties and he'd take pictures with everybody. And so my uncle had pictures with him and stuff like that. I was like, oh, this guy's pretty cool, like humble to like be his famous NFL star. And I at that point in time, I didn't really like grasp who John Elway was either, but I knew he was famous. And so you started rooting for them. And then maybe a year or two later is when they went on their two Super Bowl wins, which were their first ever franchise wins and stuff. And so um, I love the fact that I watched those two games as a fan. And so I've watched every single one of their Super Bowl wins, which uh, a lot of franchise fans can't really say that. Right. So um, that kind of stuck. I can't say that. (laughs) plus um at the time i think the rams had just left and stuff and so there was nothing in la and so yeah just as a denver fan
0: i mean anything to not be a chargers fan so or a raiders fan (laughs) it's true (laughs) okay cool yeah i don't even think i knew that story so that's that is very cool see everyone gets to know
1: a little something extra right
0: oh okay this will be interesting because I'm very curious. How many fantasy teams do you have this season?
1: How many do you think I have?
0: I know you have at least three, but I think you have more.
1: I, I commissioned three leagues. Dear Lord. <laughs> and I'm in <laughs> two other leagues, so five total.
0: I was, I, five was definitely my uh, my guess. I should have said it. Dang it. <laughs> do you have any championship leagues? You're... Since your odds are high, higher than most,
1: uh, I only have one championship win, and it was this league, our second year. Um, really? I've been to the championships a couple other times in other leagues, but my only win was this league. Yeah,
0: I didn't know you won. <laughs> yeah, what for, the se-
1: second season, uh, I beat Chris, and so oh. which was tough because Chris was defending champion, and so I thought I was going to lose and ultimately pulled out that win so
0: so you went from on top of the world to a five last streak list. that's
1: how it goes that's how it goes Uh,
0: well it's too early to say maybe you'll make it again this year but who knows i would say no
1: (laughs) (laughs) it's way early okay you can't be saying that yes i can (laughs) okay
0: Um, (laughs) Okay, and then what spot did you draft this season
1: in Final Dynasty? I drafted in the 11th spot, so right towards the end. I was happy with it then. I think people felt kind of like what I expected. Um, I know we talked about this last week, and now I'm actually starting to forget. I don't remember if I anticipated Devontae Adams falling to me, but Mm -hmm. yeah, it's paid off so far. I I was happy with what he did week one.
0: But you still lost.
1: But I still lost. I have a lot of Devontae Adams, though, so I needed him to to go off in a lot of leagues, and so that was good.
0: Okay, so I worked out in some. Do you still have it? I mean, it's we're literally like end of week one, beginning of week two, but do you still have everyone you drafted?
1: Uh, Well, I got rid of Rodrigo Blankenship, yeah, a couple mm-hmm. days ago. I think I made other moves. I honestly don't know at this point in time.
0: It's only been one week. <laughs>
1: I, I five leagues, okay? I mean I, when right. it's waiver time, I like I put put all my waiver claims in, and I see how the chips fall. So, uh, I can tell you for sure I lost Rodrigo Blankenship right? ship. <laughs> uh, I think, yeah, I might have gotten rid of someone else.
0: Oh well, Unimportant, important. Nobody cares.
1: No cares. Next question.
0: i don't I don't think I need to ask you what your current record. I think everybody knows. I think we've made it very, very clear that <laughs> yeah. you are currently zero one to me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um and here's a fun little question to wrap up this get to know you what is your go-to sunday football monday football thursday football whatever (laughs) football game you're watching on whatever day uh go-to treat food snack drink i don't know something exciting
1: uh i think i mean vaguely i'm just gonna pick like finger food right like is it fries is it wings like something quick and easy um you know if it takes me away from the game for too long I don't like that and so you know I can chew on a wing and like stare at the game and stuff like that so um low commitment right a steak is too much work I gotta cut it I gotta do all these things but I especially like it's Sunday and I'm watching football all day kind of thing like let's just keep it simple and you know may may I might get wild and throw a pizza in there every once in a while Mm. but um typically let, let's just generally go with wings
0: are you uh, like you're gonna pick up all your pick all your snacks like before the game starts are you gonna commit to the game and then like around halftime when everything's going to halftime it's like your time to like pick your treat
1: i'll do it like half a uh, half time of a game if, if it, especially if it's like a time frame where it's like the games aren't too interesting maybe i definitely want to catch the back half of the game so maybe i'll leave like uh, mid-second quarter-ish
0: sounds about right yeah yeah <laughs> All right. Well, that was very exciting. I'm sure everyone learned something new about you. There we go. Um, And if they didn't, well, then they know you very well. Right. They don't know your legal name,
1: possibly. (laughs) Some do. Most probably don't. I don't know.
0: But this was our our fun get to know you segment. And we'll see. I guess I'm probably next. But in the next coming weeks, when everybody else has to join us, at least for this um, and we'll all figure out how to schedule that in with everybody else's schedule. But you guys are not allowed to skip out on it. You have to be a part of it. Sorry. There you go. Yeah. That's so the, a the legally, plan will be for a, 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 d-
1: a different guest each week. So you so got to stay tuned to get to know everybody. All right. So what do we got here for our week one results? Let's talk about that.
0: Well, I'm a big believer in Thursday night football weirdness. Um, I think the trend continued even today probably not as bad it was definitely a better game tonight than it was a week ago sure was but like obviously we kind of already touched on it the rams bills game which was many were calling a super bowl preview if so is not looking to be a very enjoyable (laughs) super bowl (laughs) which we've already had one of those before with the rams let's not do it again but no i mean this wasn't like like the first year rams being in la where it just seemed like nobody knew how to play football Obviously like Cooper Cup is cuff and he's gonna be reliable. I think I think they needed to be humbled a little bit. Maybe that's what they're the energy that was coming into the game. They thought they were gonna like do a repeat of being coming off of the last season as the winners and coming into week one going to be winners, but it was just a weird it was a weird game. You know, Cam Akers was literally non existent and Daryl Henderson, which I think people weren't expecting to go off. Well, not that he went off, but like was way more involved than I think people were expecting. Stafford uh, was not great.
1: <laughs> well, he got a good tackle in there. I hope uh, whoever, if I, someone's rostering, rostering Stafford, hopefully he got tackle credit for that. Excellent. I think that's PJ.
0: doesn't PJ have Stafford?
1: Uh, I mean, if he, if it's the quarterback, PJ probably hasn't. Yeah.
0: He hasn't, but he did not play him, and he has that Cooper Cup stack. I'm
1: Oh surprised. come on, PJ, not playing the stack. He
0: played Tom What's Brady. Going on? <laughs> he did draft him second so pj i get it you gotta stick to your guns on that one <laughs> so yeah i don't know you, you always got to be careful i think with thursday night um it's a short week well except for week one week one was just weird because it's week one and like preseason's weird people like aren't totally playing i think that was the problem it was like i think i get like protecting your players in preseason because you don't want them to get hurt it's just so messy week one is just so messy it might as well be like an unofficially the last preseason game
1: it's preseason yeah because it's
0: always like all of week one really i feel like that was the whole trend of last week was like it was just messy and weird while some people still went off the way you expected it was just yeah it was just messy and like okay can we can we fast forward to like the next week because this isn't looking good (laughs) the kickers like i mentioned multiple times like (laughs) just <laughs> this, this—that this, was part of like the Steelers Bengals game. Was just like one kicker went completely missed, other kicker went completely missed, and I had one of those <laughs> kickers, and I just saw my points going down. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm gonna lose if this keeps happening. Which I didn't know we lost a point when our kickers miss.
1: Of course.
0: That's so messed up.
1: <laughs> well, why wouldn't you?
0: Because I, I the other leagues that I've been in, I that was never I never lost points. So I was very surprised to see my points go down. I was like, "What?" Which is, I guess, good to know. Like, it makes <laughs> it makes a kicker much more valuable. Which is not a lot, but offers more value than I think they they tend to have in other leagues. Yeah. Chris's faith in Burrows. Uh, I guess that did pay off. I believe. Yeah.
1: Ultimately, at the end of it, right?
0: Yeah, got like twenty points. He did lose, but his team won overall. I mean, Chris's team won. That was not bad although he did i think he played jay and i think jay had the worst team this week or, la- or for week one so i don't know if chris would have won in a maybe more formidable match no offense <laughs> jay <laughs>
1: well yeah when we have lynn scoring a 100 points over
0: ah! jay, uh,
1: literally a 100 points 99 oh. points
0: literally like one of my notes that i was like when I was keeping track of games and I kept looking at people's scores, I was like, no, not again. No. (laughs)
1: That just blew
0: (laughs) everyone out of the water. 171 points. Next closest was Roxanne with 167 and then Castro at 145. And I understand how both Castro's are dominating. So I'm, I don't know, I'm calling collusion, but whatever. (laughs) (laughs)
1: They colluded to draft really well.
0: I don't know. I don't know. I mean, Lynn, we already went over there. She took Travis Kelsey for me in the first round. Tony took Pollard for me, although, you know, maybe I'm not as upset about that now as I was during the draft. (laughs) But um, I don't know. They were at least colluding against me. (laughs) But overall, I think for going into Monday, there weren't really any close games, which I think made part of Monday a little less exciting in the league world um just because most of those games were done and it was just kind of like all right let's just wrap this up we'll get to it i think week two might be a little more um exciting hopefully hopefully but yeah obviously worst and best performances
1: lynn
0: <laughs> love to hate you um and jay i don't know what happened so uh you were the well, bottom, he had a he had a bell, Dak problem
1: friend. he had a uh ezekiel elliot problem as well so
0: yeah, you just have um, too many uh, cowboys.
1: Yeah, you might be a closeted uh, cowboy fan. Who knows?
0: There's many, many of them out there, so I wouldn't be surprised.
1: Oh, T. Higgins also, left the game early for him. Yeah. Oh uh,
0: yeah. There's just, there was there was a lot of like little injuries. Um. Oh, big goose egg from Devonta Smith. So.
1: Which was really interesting. Um. I uh, there's someone else. I was talking to someone else who had drafted him. I was thinking about dropping him, and I saw that he had like seven targets. He has. He was like most or second most targeted in that game but he had zero catches so i didn't watch it so i don't know if it was drops or if it was defense or something but at least he's being targeted so maybe devontae smith is gonna have a a little bit of a bounce back but
0: i think it was like one of the more least exciting games on that week um because we had red zone on and i don't remember who the eagles played Um, they played
1: the lions it was 38
0: 35 yeah but i guess for being like a close score i never really saw it on red zone
1: I think the Lions came um, back at the end, so they, it might have been might have been garbage time or something. Um, I, again, yeah. I didn't watch the game; I didn't get a chance to watch the game.
0: I mean, um, Jalen Hurts was literally like the lead running back on that team, um, <laughs> which is why he's good as a fantasy, you know, quarterback, but kind of bad for the wide receivers. Although, just um, the the number one receiver on the Eagles, AJ Brown, AJ Brown. Yeah, Brown. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I guess he had a pretty good game. From yeah, a touchdown anger. for sure. Yeah. I think Jalen Hurts ran in one. And then I think Miles Sanders finally got a touchdown. Miles like Sanders forever, was used in that said. game. Yeah. So it was a lot of running. There wasn't a lot of throwing. I think he'll have a better game this week. But if not, then you may have to just drop him. Or if it picks up and you don't want to risk it, maybe you try to trade. <clears throat> we will get to that later. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh so let's talk about week two right so we had a lot of a lot of claims here for curtis samuel right oh so i was the winner of the curtis samuel lottery you
0: were
1: and so yeah i was looking back i didn't drop anyone for him because elijah Mitchell went into uh ir so i had an empty spot so there was no drop for that i dropped my defense so to answer this question before i dropped defense and i dropped uh rodrigo blankenship those are my two drops this week yeah so i win the curtis samuel lottery excellent Lou wins Robbie Anderson and with three claims on that one and then two claims for OJ Howard. Jay won that one.
0: I'm surprised there weren't more claims on Robbie Anderson, but I also think, just my opinion, I think the Robbie Anderson is pr- probably not like a big, he's probably gonna be more like a boomer bust, but week to week, but no, well, Lou you, Lou got him, so we'll see how that works out for him.
1: Yeah, I it, think it, it's a part of our league too, though, right? Because we our benches are deep and we play two flex, and so there's not a lot of players yeah. out there. And then I was thinking about it too when I was going through waivers, and I was like, I want to drop half of my bench, but it's because I, you know, I I drafted a lot of young people that you know, in the season or two they might be valuable. And I was like, no, whole point of this I need to keep these guys, right? And so, um, even though they might not be relevant in the next maybe this season or maybe. You know during um bye weeks and stuff like that um it kind of made me hesitant to go you know waiver wire crazy
0: yeah i'm in the same, I'm in the same boat <laughs> it's a rebuilding here over over here in uh crispy <laughs> <Kittay> land <laughs> just give us all the young blood i guess there you go obviously a lot of qb shuffle going on except for pj holding strong <laughs> i think you are actually i'm not i'm not sure if you are i am just like teasing you because you kept tom brady um <laughs> <laughs> what everyone's been waiting for well partly trade gate as i'm gonna call it trade gate lou arthur you guys did cam Akers, hunter run for i i don't know why lou i don't know why you wanted cam Akers. um arthur i think good for you
1: <laughs> i don't know renfro didn't have a really good game though didn't he
0: i did not watch that game
1: <laughs> i don't remember renfro I cannot, being relevant.
0: i don't remember him being relevant either but Arthur said he can't say no to his readers so you know i get it i if i had cowboys players that i wanted to take a risk on i just don't
1: <laughs> yeah renfro scored four points this week
0: hmm well, I don't think Acres did much better. So yeah, it, might, it, it was a it, it was a pretty solid trade. trade. <laughs> we'll see who benefits the most from that one. That that'll actually be interesting.
1: Oh, Acres has zero points. <laughs> zero
0: points.
1: Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so a little lopsided on the Renfro side, but not by much. But interesting to note, this is Akers' third fantasy team this year. <laughs> he started off on Chris's team, got traded <laughs> to Arthur, and now he's on Lou's team. So Acres is is moving.
0: Well, Lou said he's a believer, so
1: <laughs> we shall see. I'm I'm am I'm a Henderson believer. Um so I'm excited for him to get more snaps.
0: I think I just don't really believe in the Rams running back situation, but we'll see.
1: All right. So uh the Lou Arthur trade is the second trade of the season so far. And um yeah, so the people want to hear about our trade.
0: <laughs> I wanna go I wanna go back to the okay. acres thing really quick because I didn't realize this was a team. Um so we started with <laughs> So we did start with Chris, and we did talk, and we talked about that last week, I, I remember that now, and that was Chris getting uh fire move, right? Yes. Getting his tight end, which worked out for him, so, you know, this tight end's overrated philosophy uh, <laughs> might be the way to go.
1: It was funny, so when when that trade first was, was, came out, right? Um, Lou had messaged me and Lou, I apologize for ratting you out on this, but Lou was like, Are you, are, is that okay? Like, I, this is not a, not a fair trade. And he was like, uh, maybe might have been upset by it, but now Acres is, is in your home. So whatever transpired, um, he, he's yours. But um, in general, like, what, what are your thoughts on traits? Elaborate. <laughs> so uh, the, uh, the bigger question is like, and me and Lou had this conversation a little bit was, um, do, you, do you think it's okay to veto a trait?
0: Oh man. I don't know. It's, it's, it's hard to say. I think when I first, like, I don't know, I I guess it depends on like, why are you vetoing? Are you vetoing because you're like, hell no, I want that player. I want an opportunity to offer someone, but then it's kind of like if you didn't like go for it initially, like sucks to suck kind of a situation. Mm -hmm. But then I think that's like kind of what the trade block is for, right? Like you put up players that you're willing to trade away and then that gives people an opportunity i don't think it's i don't even think like in the nfl people are like hey i'm getting this trade on the from this team like what do you guys all have to say about it yeah. so if you can't do it in the nfl like why should we do it in our fantasy team mm-hmm. so i don't know i don't know about vetoing i mean i guess it'd be just it could be a fun thing too just to be like yeah i'm not gonna let these people do this like if everyone just wants to mess with somebody's team yeah then that would suck but i guess that's part of it but then it's not like part of the normal nfl so i don't i don't know there's there's a, there's pros and cons to it i guess it,
1: i mean it mostly comes from like regular redraft leagues right so it's the idea of like someone taking advantage and like getting all these extra players or more so really like it's it's like if a team's making a playoff run and like oh i want to get all your good players and this team is terrible and they're like well i'm gonna lose anyway just take you know take jonathan taylor from me right i'm not gonna do anything like the rest of my team sucks right um but at least i think with our league and i think in trade in general right i think it, it's all it's it's relative right you can have this great player right so like loose perspective was like cam makers is really good or like mm-hmm. he's supposed to be a lead running back anyway right and where fryer move is a random tight end and he's low end tight end, right so it's not a one-for-one um trade but it's my point of it being perspective is the fact that chris doesn't have tight ends I need a tight end. So, and he was stacked in running back. So Mm -hmm. even though you know he's supposed to be an RB1, he's supposed to be a lead back again. Uh, if he's on um Chris's bench, who cares? Right? He's actually trading for a, a player he's gonna start. And so it's all relative. And then coming into specifically more so our league, right? It's a keeper league. there's, there's, I have no incentive to get rid of my good players, right? I want to keep them and I want to potentially keep some of them. And so if I end up making trades that are against me, that's, I mean, that's kind of on you because uh, in this league specifically, you know, we are kind of sort of playing the long game, you know, or you can play the long game anyway.
0: Right. I think, I feel like part of a trade sort of is to take advantage of a situation. I mean, a lot of times, like whether you mean to or not, you end up like, being stacked in like the running back situation or a wide receiver situation which I feel like I'm in right now um, I have like a million wide receivers and if there's someone who like has someone in a different position who needs a wide receiver and are maybe a little bit desperate because there's really not that much out there because there's so much depth on our bench um and there's really not always a lot left on on the waiver wire that a lot of times you are gonna run into these traits that seem like a little uneven but like us as like the team owner we like put ourselves there in the draft like we knew what we were doing we knew who we were we're drafting and if we're lacking a player and need a player we're gonna have to get rid of somebody who like maybe is like pretty decent for someone who's not as decent but is what we need on our team that's just the situation that we're in and I don't know if it's necessarily someone taking advantage unless it's like really like you're trading if I see like a kicker trade
1: happening <laughs> fair yeah yeah if it's like a running back for a kicker <laughs> uh okay yeah that might be questionable right so uh, the vetoes exist in the league i didn't get rid of them or anything like that uh, i think there could be potential reasons why you know i could use it or people can uh, vote against the trade and stuff like that but for the most part i think you know you're ideally we all want to make our teams better right and so it's all perspective yeah. um it, it's like weird though like i I would question it more so if it's like same position group. If it's a wide receiver for wide receiver, like how do you benefit? Unless you're getting a stack or something like that. But
0: Ugh, I know um, those are always weird. And I never understand how those sometimes go through or how you could possibly unless you're going to like give someone something extra with it. But yeah, like a one for one in the same position never makes sense to me. And like, why would you want to trade someone a stack? Because it's like double the points when you end up playing. Them. Yeah. yeah.
1: My so... fear in
0: trades is like is major FOMO where I'm just gonna be like oh, I'm gonna give you this player who's not doing like that great or I don't think is doing great or maybe is doing like mediocre but I'm in, like I like in situations as a playing before where I'm trying to get you know a different position um, and make up for something on my team but what if this player that I'm like trying to use as leverage ends up blowing up and now I don't have him anymore and then the rest of the season I'm just gonna be like oh what
1: was I thinking? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we're going to talk about our trade real quick, but before we do, I, I want to talk about another league that I'm in because I can, right? This is the whole point of this podcast. I can talk about whatever I want, right? Um, so I got this trade offer last week, right? Or sorry, last night, last night. And I want I, t- I want you to tell me what you think of this, this trade. So first, I'm going to preface it by saying this is a 10-team league. So I'm particularly okay. stacked in wide receiver, right? So... After the draft, I have Cooper Cup and I have Devontae Adams.
0: Okay.
1: Okay. Okay. So this player, this other person who actually happens to be the commissioner in this league, I want to do a segment one day about bad commissioners, but well we'll table that for another day. Um he wants Adams <laughs> when we and we run Cup. out of interviews. There we go. He uh he wants Adams and Cup and he's offering me Mike Evans and Austin Eckler. Wait,
0: wait, he wants Devontae Adams and Cup?
1: Yes. <laughs>
0: okay
1: for evans and Eckler,
0: what <laughs> i smoking? like had to
1: reread that and i i don't think i've ever said no to a trade faster than i did last
0: night uh we'll have to do like a bad a segment of like bad trades too but um
1: it's terrible yeah. that's terrible yeah, that, Why would that he, one, i'm insulted that one by that trade offer
0: <laughs> unless for some reason he thought like he was gonna pull fa- i don't even know how do you even how do you rationalize in your mind like oh yeah i'm gonna go <laughs> offer you mike evans and austin eckler for cooper cup and Devonte adams like what those are like your first two picks in yeah. that draft yeah what <laughs> mike evans was like probably third like maybe fourth round austin eckler maybe third round like
1: i, I didn't like, check where, where that was drafted but like there's like it upgrades my running backs a little i guess but like why would i want evans when i have adams and cup like that's Ridiculous.
0: I can't even imagine that Eckler is his best running back on his team either. To be like giving you that and trying to get your literally like your literally best two wide receivers on your team. Like even if you're stacked, like. If you're stacked, then I'm gonna offer you like someone in like your mid tier because I know you're not gonna give me like your best players. Like that's just your dumb. two
1: best players. Like why would you do that? <laughs> that's crazy. I don't know. But okay, I just I need to share it because that was that was really bad. All right, so let's talk about our trade. So I have Chris Olave, and you have Julio Jones, and you sent me this trade request.
0: I <laughs> know. Oh, and I just realized I like <laughs> said earlier, I literally just said I don't even understand these like position one for one um, that's literally so, what i did
1: to that point why do you want a receiver for receiver what 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 Sell me on this trade a little bit
0: okay well you lost chris godwin for who knows how long julio jones well at the time wasn't showing to be banged up but it's also julio jones who's like a dinosaur um so it's not very surprising that he's banged up but he's pretty much the only wide receiver on that team right now
1: Hey, no, no no ageism in in this podcast <laughs> oh, ageists
0: sorry. i know you're celebrating a your birthday it's a very sensitive time and, for uh, you. And,
1: and julio <laughs> might be younger than me actually i don't know
0: oh yeah i mean football, <laughs> football football ages compared to real life is
1: sure fair fair
0: like dog ears. yeah okay well I, the way i was looking at it and we already you kind of already <laughs> touched on this earlier so i realized i'm just gonna end up like making the argument for why you shouldn't do this but i kind of like am going into this with the idea that you're not you're going to reject me anyways so right so julio jones who you know has experience you know how he's going to do if you want to try and um change your team name (laughs) um, (laughs) was why i was offering you julio jones because otherwise he's just going to be points probably sitting on my bench because like I said, I have fairly good team of wide receivers on my team right now. So, helping a friend out. And as I think I've already mentioned as well, um, I don't expect to do very well this season. Very much a rebuilding year. And Chris Olave is young and not really sure how he's going to do. Uh, maybe promising, maybe not. But I'm willing to take the risk to help you have a better chance this season
1: okay interesting yeah i was looking at it i don't hate the trade i like the julio upside uh i mean i drafted Olave for just like you said his youth and the upside hopefully he does something in um new orleans but Mm -hmm. i'm not not interested you know i i I just really want to sweeten the trade a little bit like i I, just let's let's fast let's cut the bs like i want draft picks (laughs) Can you offer me the oh, no. draft pick? Uh,
0: okay, how does this work? Because like, okay. because when we get to the draft next year, like I still have to have like I still have to make up that draft pick somehow, right? Like, or, or what? How does that work?
1: It, I mean, the easiest way to do it, and this is how we would do it: we would trade draft picks. So just huh. to throw throw numbers out, like it'd be a I, you would give me a tenth, and I would give you an eleventh, for example, right? So when it comes to the 10th round next year i would have two picks and then in the and you would have none and then in the 11th round you would have two picks and i would have none interesting, interesting. So I, we, you... we could do it without the second draft pick but then your roster would be too big it, it would get messy to be honest right, and so right. The, the, the
0: switch the switching spots make sense yeah for obvious reasons interesting because you really just want to make this whole like trading and including uh draft picks a thing
1: i do i really do
0: i need a uh where do we where do we find our our draft board again?
1: What do you want to know what round they were drafted
0: hell yeah i want to know what round they were drafted
1: i i I put it i put it in our notes so julio was drafted in the ninth alava is drafted drafted in the seventh
0: i still want to see the board Uh, I need to see who
1: went around them. So around Olave was was when you drafted Ramondre Stevenson. That's uh Castro drafted Tony Pollard. The Hopkins pick, but that was auto-draft. Drake London was also in the seventh. And then in the ninth, when you drafted Julio on the turn, I drafted Tyler Boyd. Claypool went. Uh, a couple rookie running backs. Or, yeah, yeah, a couple rookie running backs here and there. So it's still, you know, it's still prime range.
0: So do you want to trade Hicks? in which they went
1: so so this, this is my offer to you i think i think it's a fair one you can tell me if i'm wrong so if you get a lave this year that means that next mm-hmm. year he would be a six round keeper yeah
0: and makes sense if, if, if i keep him
1: correct correct right which is your is, which is your intention again he's a younger player so mm-hmm. i will give you a six round pick so that way you can keep Olave and still have a six round pick.
0: Wait, 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 wait. say that again?
1: I will give you my six next year. So you're going to have your six plus my six, which basically means you can keep Olave for free. Well, uh-huh. it's not, not exactly true, but you, you, you get Olave in the six and you keep and you also draft in the six.
0: Right. But I want well, your what, fifth. like, <laughs> What do you want?
1: I want your fifth. It's only it's only one a, a single round we're talking about.
0: A lot can happen in that single round. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Yeah, and the fifth, I took Kareem Hunt and you took Adam Thielen. Whew. Guys, you guys are either yelling at me to tell me not to do this or you're encouraging me or you're saying you're both just crazy. Why are you doing this? <laughs> Hold on while I look at my notes about some stuff really <laughs> quick. Wow. We are going there. We are opening up this to a whole new realm of uh, of the fantasy football in this league. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh man! Oh man! Oh man! Oh man! It's so it's like so hard too because we're a keeper league. Like normally players, if they like just go by ADP in general, like we're drafting them nowhere near <laughs> ADP. Like they're going. Way higher than they're supposed to.
1: Yeah. Because right now, you, have Brent, you you drafted Brandon Cooks in the sixth. Probably not going to be your fifth-round keeper next year.
0: But no, and Brandon Cooks, I think, was my keeper in the sixth.
1: Oh, so yeah, he might be a fourth. So you're dropping him. So it sounds like you didn't even need a fifth-round draft pick.
0: Well, I mean, we're, we're not. you're not removing this off from the table, so hold up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm leaning towards yes whether that it's smart, whether it's just, it's also just interesting. Like, why not? Why not? Let's make it interesting. I don't really think I'm losing a lot in this, not to dissuade you. Uh, Yeah. Julio's
1: old, right? This is, this is my upshot. This might be Julio's last season. Maybe it's next year, right? He's not going to be a long-term keeper for me. So that's why, you know, I want your fifth. It's only a round minus what I'm going to give you, right? And then you 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 can keep Olave without losing your six round pick and then what's good about that too like obviously you, we don't know where we're gonna end up right but let's say you know you have a six in the beginning of the of the, of the turn and one at the end of the turn wherever right you can choose where you want him to keep him in the, in the two spots right so you probably want to keep him in the backside, so you still have the oh, higher six round pick uh-huh. yeah gives you some flexibility you know
0: yeah yeah i mean it's it's like having a keeper or not having a keeper almost and you're like making that risk except now i'm like I'm really committing to not having the (laughs) stick versus when you have. Now I feel like I better, oh gosh, you better not get hurt. (laughs) (laughs) I'm literally gonna watch every Saints game now with so much more interest.
1: To be fair, Julio has a much higher risk of getting hurt than Olave.
0: That's true. No, I mean, this was like part of the reason, like, like that was my reason behind wanting to offer you the trade. I think it's an interesting twist to trade if i could shake your hand through our zoom <laughs> <laughs> i uh yeah let's do it i think it'll be fun what could it what could it really hurt even if all anything right. it'll be really great so let's there try it out
1: if not right, i so... end up
0: i end up getting a uh, if i don't keep them i have an empty spot whatever it's fine
1: if you don't keep them um, you have two six-round picks yeah that's true too
0: fantasy football is all about risks you don't win championships without risks and um I want Chris Olave, so let's do this.
1: Very, very exciting. Excellent. So our third pick is in the books all right so after after the pod i will send you the the pick people can now hear the behind the scenes of how this all went down and then they can just veto our trade after all this work we've just done to no
0: no we couldn't veto we couldn't veto um lou and arthur's trade
1: i I think we can vote against it i don't know i don't i don't
0: don't remember seeing i know it's saying I, i know it said it was pending
1: oh i think i have to do i have to process this trade
0: oh is that why it's pending
1: oh yeah look at this commissioner hasn't been doing anything over here i'm gonna go and process that trade right now my friends congratulations (laughs) um and the other one probably i I think there's a timer i think and so i think it'll go through automatically afterwards but there we go congratulations you you guys this trade got processed live during the podcast
0: so yeah i you guys think i'm incredibly stupid (laughs) (laughs) Uh, i will put up a poll
1: afterwards was this a terrible idea time will (laughs) tell
0: who won won this trade who
1: won this trade there we go uh that'll (laughs) be the title of uh, episode three of the podcast (laughs) we'll see who got injured this weekend and that'll be the our answer already um all right my friends we are running long let's (laughs) let's go and wrap this up so um our top three leaders are ranking so far so i think you mentioned that already right we have lynn roxanne and castro are our top three
0: yeah and then you know who's just right right below them and who knows? Maybe next week I'll be uh, making waves. Uh, me? In- I'm below them. I'm below them. I'm in fourth.
1: Oh, I mean, I'm in probably 11th or something, but I'm below them. <laughs> you are below them. See?
0: No, I think you're like 10th because oh, there go. at least Fred and Jay had less points than you. so.
1: That's how that happens. Yeah,
0: that's how that works. <laughs> yeah, um, but we'll see. We'll we'll see. Apparently, if, if I'm not going to go through them because like Johnny said, we are running pretty long. But if you go back into like looking at the mattress from week one there's the week one report and i don't know if any of you guys knew this i didn't know this there are awards which is super (laughs) cool there's like really funny rewards um yeah that's just a fun little thing um i'll like we'll try to go through it at the end of this next week but if you guys want to take a a look to see what awards you're winning i I don't know if it means anything in our league at the end victories Maybe we'll see who ends up with the most awards, both good or bad, um, mm. at the end of the season, and you'll get a fun shot or something. I don't know. <laughs> a lot, most of the games were are pretty pretty close in percentages. Um, Johnny, I'm very sorry. Not sorry. You play Lynn this week. Um, although right now your productions are very close.
1: I, I uh, I've crept up a little bit after uh, Thursday night. Kelsey did not have the best game. And so I'm only supposed to lose by five points so far. So I'm hoping to make ground on that. Hopefully Aaron Rodgers uh, plays football this week and scores points. That'd be exciting. Um, Daryl Henderson is no longer on the bench. So let's go Daryl Henderson. But yes, uh, underdog still, but not as bad as it was prior to tonight.
0: No, and that's not even like the worst matchup. The worst matchup right now is Jay and Castro. With Castro is supposed to just blow him out of the water. Jay, please do something to your team. I don't know. I don't know <laughs> how to help you. I don't really want to help you either because that just means more wins for me, but it is currently, it was before Thursday night, it was 61 to 39 was the percentage. Um, And now it is 63 to 37. So it has gotten worse. (laughs) So we'll see how that goes. I hope you have things in mind and I hope you beat Castro. So yeah, that's definitely a, a concerning matchup. I actually think, the most exciting matchup is Fred and Roxanne. I think Fred is coming off of his loss and can hopefully come out with a win. Um, it was 50-50 before Thursday night. Um, it is now 49-51. Roxanne was the second highest scoring in week one. So a little nervous for that matchup. But really, she's these points are based off of Justin Herbert's uh, performance, which... Well, he, okay, but Fred has Russell Wilson, <laughs> so but maybe Russell Wilson will have a better game against the. No,
1: it, Russell Wilson had a great game last week. He, they had. He had like he was like the third highest passing leader.
0: Well, we're, we got seventeen points at, yeah. at last week, but it was yeah, you know true. playing your like old team. You know, the, I'm sure there were some jitters, whatever. But you know what? And at the end of the day, Russell Wilson is a great quarterback. Um, I don't know if that always translates to fantasy points, and I think that's his biggest issue as a fantasy QB. But, but yeah, I mean, this is going to be a close one. Roxanne's playing Najee Harris. We'll see if he plays. Um, She has DeAndre Swift. We'll see if he plays. Fred has Alvin Kamara and Leonard Fournette, who I guess Fournette is also dealing with an injury, but I think he's fine. But Roxanne has Justin Jefferson, so (laughs) we'll see. She's playing Dallas defense i uh I love my team but <laughs> I don't know <laughs> I don't know um <laughs> uh, but we'll see we'll see how this goes um but yeah I think if anybody wants to like really focus in on anybody's match somebody else's matchup other than your own um I think this is the one to watch um but we'll see what transpires I'm excited
1: we shall see yeah I'm, I'm calling this already I was looking at Jay's matchup here he uh he started as a Isaiah Pacheco this past night, he got .6 points off of him. Not great. Maybe you need Julio Jones. Let me know. I'm going to come into some Julio soon. (laughs) Uh, And he put Devontae Smith on the bench. That is going to not be a great call. Again, calling it right now. Devontae Smith is going to have a great game against Minnesota uh and should probably should have started him over isaiah pacheco because i didn't even know even know isaiah pacheco was on the chiefs
0: i yeah the <laughs> the fact <laughs> oh man maybe we need to do a segment of let's help chase team yeah um, maybe
1: he should be the next uh get to know you and we just <laughs> help him with this whole team here
0: yeah i definitely i mean i i don't yeah i don't know what you do now yeah, I definitely think like I understand like being fearful of the goose egg from Devonta Smith. I mean, I didn't play Irv Smith for that reason, but I think those were two very different situations. Um, Irv Smith is literally competing with another Titan. Devonta Smith, I think it was just a weird considering his targets, like it just was a weird game for him. But I yeah. think he like I I agree. I think he's gonna have a much get much better game this week. Maybe once Jay gets Kittle back. It'll turn his team around, but Kittle just is so notorious for like getting injured and not staying on the field. Zeke is looking better, probably like the only kind of bright spot on the team. Um, and I think with Cooper Rush's quarterback, we'll probably utilize the run more. But Castro has Pollard, and I think that's going to be kind of a, a balancing for the both of them. So it might be a wash, not... yeah. Yeah. Also, Castro really is benefiting from Antonio Gibson. I did, not, I did not think that that was going to be the case, but uh, Brian Wilson was back on the field practicing, so we'll see for how He long. is
1: back. How, see, so quickly how he comes back That's crazy. I told Luna to drop him, and now he might be playing sooner than we thought. We'll see.
0: Wait, did I just call Brian Robinson Brian Wilson? That's definitely not what I meant. I <laughs> meant Brian Robinson was back on the field, um, but good luck to him. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, my friends. Who's still listening to us? This is crazy. Well, that's going to do it for episode two of No One Cares About, your week one win. Make sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Tell your friends. We're trying to hit one million followers by next week, so we can start selling some ad space here.
0: We're so close. We're we're just so close. We're just a few followers away. We're
1: almost there. Good luck to everyone in week two, unless you're playing against us.
0: In which case, we hope you lose. Bye. Bye.